Guys, gals, and non-binary pals, you are here at a brand new episode of the Imperial Senate Podcast. I am uh, your host today, Nikki, and I am joined by the illustrious Claire mm, Stribling. Mm. You got a first and last name. Firsty last? <laughs> My gosh. Iconic. Go. Uh, and yeah, we're uh, we're here today. The one with the English accent is not here. Charlie is off um, on his own adventures. Making his making his family proud. Um, I assume. <laughs> oh, so. I, I don't. One hundred percent don't. But we'll send good vibes his way either way. <laughs> yeah. E- either way, he's experiencing a journey. I'm sure of some sort. Experiencing a journey. Uh, and we wish him well. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take this one uh, for this week, and you know, just see what's happening. Um, I guess first of all, clear. You had a birthday recently. Yeah, dude. It was, uh, yeah, yeah, 29, feeling 25, Woo. last birthday of my 20s. That's the spirit. Yeah, that was weird. I was like, oh, the next one's going to have a three in it. That's unfortunate. <laughs> there goes my youth. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. As somebody with a three on it now, it's not, not that, that bad. bad. <laughs> it's like, it's like the same. <laughs> um, but yeah, Noah, did you do anything in particular exciting or maybe even Star Warsy? Well, Star Warsy, well, I went uh well, I ate some really delicious food. I had two nights of birthday dinners, one from Ethan and one from my parents, and that was all great and I was wined and dined a lot this week. Um and uh, I finished Jedi Survivor. <laughs> Happy birthday yeah, to me. Yeah. And then I started Tears of the Kingdom literally the morning after my birthday. Did not work. Literally was like, no, this day is for Zelda. I worked on my birthday. May 12th is for Zelda and Zelda alone. I was like, oh, good. We got you got Jedi Survivor out of the way so that I can move on to this next chapter in my nerddom. So, yeah, it was all in all pretty mm-hmm. solid birthday. No, No major complaints. No major complaints. I got donuts at work. That was you know, cool. That's a win. That's oh, yeah. oh yeah. Yeah. You know? Um yeah, do you I actually was curious, do you have the same experience cuz we're we're May birthdays and with everybody else. Mine is a little later. Yeah, mine is a little later um in the month. So it may be a little different. But I was wondering if you think back to the prequels. Ooh. So yeah. my birthday always included like or not always but like those years my birthday included a star a new star wars yeah you know um and i think like that's a a huge reason of why i really miss the or not necessarily like miss but like nostalgic for those may star wars releases and i guess yeah was yours like similar in the past where that phantom menace clones revenge of the sith sort of like aura was like hanging over your (laughs) Your birthday. Oh, 100%. May is the month of Star Wars, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I'll, I'll always associate this month and this time of year with Star Wars. Also, just like May the 4th, like, and, and, and it all follow, you know, falling on this month as long as the releases too, you know? Yeah. It really was. It was like, my bir- happy birthday to me. I get a movie every every time. It was like, yeah, yeah this is for me. It's kind of like one of my – somebody I dated in, in uh, college, they had a birthday – that was July 5th. 
Um, and so as a kid growing up, he was like, they did fireworks for me. That's a great, it's a great, like sense of self right? to have. Like, oh my God, they're getting ready for my birthday tomorrow. <laughs> Roll to a parking lot. This is for me. I love the that. The entire uh, like surrounding cities are here to watch my birthday fireworks. Incredible confidence yeah. on that child. Yeah. That's, that's energy. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I feel the same way, you know, the December like window, I know for a lot of people now feels like star Wars time, but like, it's always, it always feels like for me, it's, it's this time of the year. And, and there's something about like the sort of gateway to summer and star Wars. And that just sort of like feeling right. Um, I remember, even episode nine was originally scheduled to release on my birthday. Um, Solo came out on my birthday. Yeah, that's right. Solo and was so a like, one. There were like a few little glimpses of getting that feeling back. But um, yeah, I just remember like those years of, uh, of the prequels when, especially when it's your birthday and you get to like stroll into like Toys R Us Come or Walmart on. or wherever you would go. And, and like, we all know, like, remember how, the aisle, like multiple aisles of Star of Wars Darth toys, Maul right? Like packaging, staring yeah. back at you. <laughs> yeah, and they, they just don't no. do that anymore, and it sucks so much. Like I feel bad. I I like do actually feel bad for Star Wars kids now because like they don't they don't get hit with that like wall of of toys. Like I think the one that the one that sticks in my head the most, probably just because I was like the perfect age, was the like Attack of the Clones line, I think. Um, did I say clones or clones? <laughs> I think you said clones, but ooh, Attack of those clones better I think take I said, them off. I think by saying line, I thought clothes I line. said clothes oh, line. you know what? Which is Attack of the Clothes line <laughs> would be quite the movie. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I just remember like walking into one of those stores and just, it, I think the packaging was blue and it was just like, walls of blue and Anakin and Ponchos and <laughs> Django Fett and this guy called Darth Tyrannus. Who's that? Um, and uh, yeah, like the yellow speeder. Oh, yes. You know? Yes. Man, just good times. And uh, and yeah, like, you know, people of a certain, people of a certain age kind of really do think fondly back on those moments, especially I feel like Phantom Menace era was like one of the peaks of we're going to make the random character action figures. Yes. Like, I don't remember too many random ones. I think Sith had a, a few, but like the, the attack of the clones, I don't remember too many, like really just out of left field people, but Phantom Menace. I remember like, if you were on screen, you pretty much got an action figure. Oh, 100%. They were literally like, this is the biggest movie event to ever fucking happen. Yeah. They're going to buy all this shit. You know, and yeah, people got no, a little was... bit more grumpy, but they can fuck off. <laughs> yeah, but uh, either way, it's like the the merchandise was just on a on a different level. And like, even just thinking back to Phantom Menace, I was reminiscing the other day of when we peaked as a culture <laughs> with the um, the KFC oh my God. Taco Bell Pizza Hut um, like trifecta of toys. <laughs> <laughs> It was so cool. It was so cool. And like that in the cups, man. I never, the cups. The cups. Uh, and those little like planets that opened yes. up and little oh scene my God. was in there. Who was it that did um, the watches? Was it McDonald's who did the like the Anakin Skywalker helmet ooh. watch that would open up? It was just his face. Oh, I trying to remember. Oh, it, it was either McDonald's one or one of them, King. but I had a couple of those. Yeah. God. Yeah. Incredible. Because oh, yeah, because like and I remember it was like, I think Taco Bell was Tatooine, KFC was Naboo, uh-huh. and uh, Pizza was Coruscant. I, I love that you remember and, like, exactly who was which planet, because just me as like a five-year-old child was just like, oh my god! Yeah, well, I remember specifically because we never went to KFC. <laughs> like, we'd always get Taco Bell. And so I had like almost the whole Tatooine line. <laughs> and I remember like going to a friend's house and be like, "Oh, you got the Naboo stuff, dang!" <laughs> um, 
And yeah, I, I remember the, the, I think the Jar Jar toy, he had his like arms, like, um, like in a, uh, like he's, like he's one of the dudes at the football game, the like referees who put their arms up <laughs> for the, the field goals and the extra points and stuff. Uh, yeah, like he had his arms like that and they, they would like go up and down and when you twisted them up, I think his tongue like came out <laughs> and and like, man, we were, we were just living. Like it was, it, I'm telling you, like we Kids peaked, these days, we peaked in 99. They really don't. Cause now it's, yeah, now it's all like, whatever, just playing, playing those games. Like uh, what's it called? Galaxy of heroes and yeah. Fortnite. Fortnite. <laughs> They're, they're Fortnite and they're galaxies and they're <laughs> heroes and yeah, These damn is, yeah it's and like, video games, which we're also going to talk about later. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll cover that in a bit. Um, but yeah, it's like that. That's like what I always feel. I feel. I feel like yeah, maybe's may may babies kind of get that a little extra. You know, when we when we think back on those ninety nine, two thousand two, two thousand five years, because. It was just really we epic. For this. Really epic time Literally. to to be gone. Um, and also, my birthday like coincided with like the last day of school a lot. So, oh yeah, because you're a little bit later. Yeah, it was just, yeah, it was just. It was cool. annoying because like in college, yeah. since I'm like a week before you, I think roughly mm-hmm. week ish. So yeah, like ten, like ten or so days. I always fell on fucking finals week. Always, <sighs> or it was like Mother's yeah. Day, which. I didn't mind, although I'd felt bad. I'm like, sorry, you, you timed that one poorly, mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, when, when's right. my card? Sorry. Like, I know it's your mother's day, but I'm, I'm what made you a mother and it's my birthday. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. celebrate me, worship me on your day. Sorry, mom. Yeah. yeah. And, and it also, it also could go both ways, you know, cause like your birthday was also quite a big yeah. day for your mom. But my birthday was her birthing day. So Yeah. yeah. So, you know, there's, there's some give and take that can happen. (laughs) (laughs) Make some trades. Uh, But yeah, no, it's a, it's, it's, it's just, it's a, it's a fun time. I like, I like this time of the year just in general, you know, I think it's probably more nostalgic than, than anything else. Cause like now when I think about life, it's like, there's nothing really that special about it. But like, I think there is that sort of end of school year feeling that still sort of lingers somewhere, you know? but anyway, yeah, we were, I guess, kind of, I think we had originally planned this episode <laughs> as a uh, discussion about the best butts in Star yeah. Wars. And it was going to be, I think it was going to be called something like double cheeked up on a tongues day afternoon, <laughs> which is still a great episode title. Which still title, should but, be the episode title because there's two yeah. of us. Yeah, we we're can double do. cheeked up. Um, that'll, that'll stay. <laughs> but, you know, in, in preliminary discussions, I think. We settled on Droopy McCool, Zero the Hut, and Turgle. And we will not answer any as, questions regarding Yeah, such. as the best. So I think there's no there's no discussion actually yeah. to be had. There's absolutely where's yeah. your arguments? You have none. So come on now. Yeah, it's just it's just over. So that's the top three. <laughs> do do with that what you will, and we can jump into something else. So how about we <laughs> we do touch on those video games? Yes. Talk a little bit. Jedi Survivor, which has now been in the world. Um, I don't know exactly how long, a couple Wait, weeks, yeah. and people are enjoying. People are fighting and slashing and, and doing crazy and things, giving themselves handlebar the mustaches and mullets, and yep, yeah. big time, big time. We were blessed. So we're gonna jump into this. If you haven't played it, um, yeah, spoiler spoilers. warning. I guess uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about. I mean, we don't have to be like super in depth like oh my god but you know general discussion of what happened so um if you're if you're spoiler averse you can skip ahead a bit but otherwise let's uh let's sort of just go into general like a general sort of feeling with it and you just finished it so why don't you tell me what you thought yeah no i think that i really really enjoyed it um i i enjoyed especially like watching how much Cal has grown and changed since the last time we saw him and all of the, you know, internal struggles going on with that. Um, great plot twists, uh, great purple spaghetti monster 
bad guys. Um, great. Uh, a lot fewer animal mutilations than in previous games. That's a win for all of us. Um, yeah. And I like that we explored so many different force wielder stories within this one. Um, some of them we didn't realize until later on. That fucking Bode guy. Um, <laughs> fucking jackass. In front of your kid, man. Fuck off. Yeah. Um, Tough this look. is your reminder. This is my my reminder for all of you listening that just because you're a dad, it doesn't automatically make you a better person. There's a reason that the phrase daddy issues exist, and it's people like Bode. Um, I want to shout out good old... Uh... Eli from Star Wars Eli. in the Galaxy posted posted um, the the SNL clip from when Will Smith slapped <laughs> slapped Chris Rock and like it was it was Will Smith being like sometimes love makes you do crazy things and then Michael Che was like sometimes crazy makes you do crazy things he's like this is about both <laughs> that's exactly it yeah. Like no, let's not yeah. let's not use my kid as an excuse to be a fucking asshole. Let's not do that, friends. Mm. Come on now. Oh man. Yeah. But I, I enjoyed it. I liked it. The one thing that my one qualm um is I feel like I blinked and it was over. You know? I felt mm-hmm. really fast. Um and I wanted more. Uh I loved that. We're giving him like literally this entire time of Jedi stories. I'm sitting here going like as for me personally, I respect them sticking to the philosophies of the Jedi Order in every way. I respect those post Order 66 Jedi who do that. But I love like but the Order as you knew it, the Order is dead. They're all gone. And if the Jedi get remade which now we know they do um it's not gonna look the same so mm. i think that the or i loved seeing cal and his journey to you know post or post jedi order life and his willingness to open up to attachments his conflict and toying with the dark side making his ginger hair extra gingy. It was lovely, you know? I, I had so much fun. And I laughed when Vader came, which is probably not the response I should have, but of course fucking Vader's <laughs> back. <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember sort of like, or I guess I played Fallen Order only one time um, because I don't know, what for whatever reason, I didn't like fully... It's not, it's not like it wasn't enjoyable or it wasn't good. It's just like I did it. I was like, okay. Yeah. Cool. Same. Um, yeah. And uh, I think part of it is when I think they, they marketed that game a lot by being like, live out your Jedi fantasy. Like, become a Jedi. And I think when they made Cal so kind of um, just even aesthetically static, I think I didn't really like fully connect with that it didn't feel like me like it, did, it wasn't it didn't quite pro- like fulfill that promise of fulfill your jedi totally. fantasy agree. kind of thing yeah and so like i think when i when i started seeing a lot more jedi survivor first of all i think yeah narratively massive upgrade oh yeah um gameplay wise massive like a- across the board you could pick every category and just be like massive upgrade so congratulations to them on that that's that's really awesome to have sort of you know take taken what you had which i think was a fairly successfully performing yeah. game um and then be like well let's up it in pretty much every way that we can so that's awesome um but i think the the way you're allowed to customize him now i think makes a huge difference to my perception of sort of how to like fall into this story um it's not quite like mass effecty where like you're just Shepard and you can make Shepard whatever right. you want. Like it's still Monahan's cow. You're still pale and but gingy, I think the, you know. Yeah, yeah, but um, but you really get to define him in your way. I totally. Think. Like whether it's hair or uh, facial hair, clothes, lightsaber, like everything in the customization is so much better. 
that I think it feels a lot more like this is your version of the story. And I think that's a, that's a massive yeah. plus. So like when I was, cause I knew I wasn't gonna be able to play for a while. So I watched um, like a big playthrough. So that's why I'm, I'm aware of like all the big beats and stuff, but um, having watched it, I, I was like, actually like, Oh, I really want to play this now. Um, because I feel like I would be, I was able to really like connect with him a lot more and make, make it sort of feel like, Oh yeah, this is, this is my telling of it kind of thing. And I think that that's a big change from Fallen Order that I think I was um, not expecting. And I'm glad to sort of be seeing now because that makes me a lot more excited to, you know, eventually get the game and, um, and play it and, and sort of really get to experience the, the story fully um, because yeah, there's a lot of really cool stuff. And, and with, uh, it's funny you, you mentioned Vader cause, cause I remember just sort of being like one of, one of my other sort of feelings of fallen order as the original, I was sort of like, I felt like the order 66 surviving Padawan was just something I'd seen too many times. Yeah. You know, like whether it's Kanan or Ahsoka or whatever, like it just like, it's like, it just felt like a story we knew already at least like on surface level. So I remember being like, I would have almost rather played as seer. Right. And like, and like have this story of like some, a master who failed, you know, in order 66. And like that being the, the sort of, um, the focus as opposed to sort of a young person sort of rediscovering their, their place. And, um, that's what made, (laughs) <laughs> finally getting to play as seer funny <laughs> because i was like oh that's cool oh, oh. <laughs> oh well. no <laughs> well you're gonna die immediately <laughs> it's been um, fun playing as you for 30 seconds <laughs> yeah love you yeah. also seer's look Mwah. beautiful mm. yeah mm. and that whole mission that whole idea of of the path and i loved i loved the uh the, the subplot of the steer subplot mm-hmm. of this game, but yeah, that yeah, and up. like a lot of great, <laughs> yeah, it's just rough, and it's it is a good it is a good way to go if you're if you're gonna be a Jedi surviving in this dark times era, <laughs> like you're if you're gonna like say what's the most sort of what's the biggest way I can go out? You don't get much bigger than oh Darth Vader right? found me and and got me. Not um, just the eighteenth sister, you know. Like, yeah, some chump, you know, some chump who got lucky. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it was that was really cool. And there there are a lot of just great, um, you know, like you said, like the path and that being from Obi-Wan, you know, connecting to that, connecting to the High Republic. Oh, my God. In a lot of in a lot of like really pretty deep ways, you know. We literally um, had the Black Knight from Monty Python as one of our major villains. Like <laughs> meets High Republic yeah. outfit. I was like, God damn. Yeah. This 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 guy. This guy. I like the sort of um maybe it was sort of like a uh, a decoy storyline where I think like a lot of the perception from trailer was that the High Republic I what's the name like Gera or something. Yeah. Um forget it uh i literally um, just played it it's something yeah something gira sorry yeah. so yeah, someone will someone, someone Look, I, us. <laughs> <laughs> you know actually tweet, tweet us, us. <laughs> tweet us and call us stupid and whatever um no yeah it's uh i thought he was interesting because i think yeah the, the marketing sort of made you think that his issue with you was look at how weak you are for letting the empire like win right but it was actually far pettier <laughs> <laughs> we love a petty a petty um, ex-jetty yeah uh yeah. Dagangira. there we go Dagangira, yeah and like watching him like live at like in the moment bleed his crystal because <laughs> he's like he's pissed so bitter <laughs> yeah me that's my like, okay. energy right here yeah 100 yeah. percent <laughs> it makes it makes the rise of Kylo Ren feel like he did way too much work. Right? 
You know, like you could have you could have just like gotten mad at your crystal for for a little bit. <laughs> um, you didn't have to you didn't have to like fight and kill you people. You could have gotten mad um, at your crystal for a bit. <laughs> I mean, that's what he did. It's exactly it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I thought he was pretty interesting, and like you know the whole sort of hidden planet and and all that. It yeah, it took some really interesting swings. Um. And I, yeah, I think like as a as a narrative really pushed a lot more buttons than, than the first one did, at least, you know, for me. Um, so yeah, I think like that's a, that's a pretty cool success story. I think, um, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Was this like planned to be a trilogy or. I genuinely don't going? know. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know either. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, uh, I think it's it's clear to say clear to see all the um you know potential avenues you can go down and you're especially with the story I forget how is it like it's a few years from Fallen Order yeah, right sometime some a couple of years have passed at least that was my impression yeah. of it so you're gonna keep getting closer and closer into this sort of like you know rebels era of rebellion um. And I wonder how he's going to fit in with that because he's already working with right. Saw. So it's it, whatever the next iteration of the story is, it'll be really interesting to see, um, to see where he goes and sort of if uh, if he indeed too gets caught by Darth Vader, <laughs> and, which I guess yeah. What do you what do you think? Like, what do you think Cal's fate might be? God, it's or if we're fewer, if you could choose, what do you feel like in your head would be the Oh, it's so hard because, you know, I want – and I feel like Cal has shown in the story that he – it like he's not okay sitting – he can't relax until the job is done. He can't sit there and know that other people are suffering and not be doing anything or taking a break from it or stepping away. Um, I think he comes to a place of not – I mean, almost peace – not really. Like he's he's also got a mission ahead of him. He's got new things to check off the bucket list. But I feel like he's going to take over Sears' mission for sure. And I don't know. I think it would be very, very interesting to see. I don't know. But here's – you know what? Okay. This is the one thing that I want. I want half ginger night children. Okay, that's what I want. I want extra, even paler, ginger, spooky witch children. Okay, that's what I want to happen. Who can wield the force beautifully, and that's all. That's all I want. I just, I just feel like, I feel like Mary can do better. <laughs> it's one hundred percent true. One hundred percent true. It's like, it's like when she gave him the kiss. I was like, girl, don't tell yourself short. Man. Like. <laughs> There's a whole galaxy out there. <laughs> uh, like you, can, you can, you can, you know, you don't have to commit it, it's too so much. True. Um, but yeah, no, I think that'd be super cool. I feel like that'd be such a cool further evolution of gameplay where it's like you can freely use force and the magics. Like the way you can like dual wield a blaster and a lightsaber, like just imagine oh. force and magic and like one or the other hand. Be wild. Yeah. I mean, that'd be insane. Um yeah. I yeah, I don't know what I don't know what the best ending for him might be. I don't know either. Maybe maybe there is an ending where it's like like you're saying, like some like some people don't get the happy ending. Right. You know, like um Especially when you're dealing with Jedi in this era. Like, it's kind of like, I think there is a sort of a limit to how, how like, much you can do, how much you can affect. Like, even, even with Rebels, like, we lose Kanan, Ezra disappears, right? Like, there is, I think there is sort of a, a narrative thing of, like, you're not the guy. Right. Right, like... Luke is the guy. So you have to do a lot, but you can't do too much. Right. <laughs> because it's like, otherwise, otherwise people would be like, well, why do, why don't we call this guy instead? Like, why did Mon Mothma want Obi-Wan instead of, uh, Cal Kestis, right, right? Exactly. 
Yeah. So and it's 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 an interesting sort of conundrum that always presents itself when when you play in this era with Jedi. Um but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like also when I think of like future games and I'm I'm sure I'm in like a small minority with with this as like the sentiment. But like I really I personally feel like I don't want an action adventure Jedi game anymore. Mm. Like after this, like I think to me, like obviously we know Jedi have to fight. Right. Obviously. Um, but I think when like the the function of the gameplay is violence, like I think that in my head I can't always parse it with like the Jedi right. code. Um and like or not not necessarily the code, but like, you know, the morals of the order. And so I would love like, yeah, if you're gonna do like action adventure shooting people, shooting troopers, blah blah blah. I think that's awesome. Bounty hunters, whatever, mercenaries, soldiers. Like to me that that I'm down I'm down with that. But I would love a Jedi game that is more about sort of I don't even know how you do this. I feel like the old like Telltale Games model was like oh, the yeah. best way. But like imagine a Jedi game where you're like you go to the planet and you do like try to do like conflict resolution and like or solve a mystery like Jedi LA Noir. Oh cool. And and your like decisions matter and you can either help the this this planet or you might ruin it. <laughs> you know like and there's so and like there's very little lightsaber like action like you you might you only use it when you really need to um i think that'd just be like a cool way to sort of expand the palette of what it could be like to play as a jedi um because yeah like the action game i think it's sort of like it lends itself to sort of being like the only option is fight and i feel like for a jedi especially if you did one in like peak order like the the purpose is not to fight right. all the time um so so yeah i think it'd just be like a cool way to um sort of change the way we we perceive like being jedi as a in a gameplay sense and so yeah i guess if it was a trilogy if there was a third one i'd be down if that was the last one and maybe they go into something else. Maybe you get to be like a bounty hunter and that's your like action game. But um, I would love, I would love a Jedi game where like the objective is not fighting. Yeah. It's so true though. It's like how many times can we, can we do this before it's like lo- completely loses the plot or the moral code, you know, of, of our Jedi. Right. Yeah, It's so true. And like, yeah. There's a lot of moments, and we did have in this game. I like how they explored um, Cal dealing with his own anger and and his own pulls towards not fully the dark side, but his own emotions getting the better of him and controlling, you know, and and changing the way that he's been utilizing the Force and stuff. Like that was super fun. We love that. We love that mm-hmm. in a Star Wars. We love a. We love a hero struggling with their good guy side. Come on now. That's the story. That's a Star Wars story to its core right there. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I like I liked your idea. I would love it if it also like your idea of like going to different planets and like negotiating stuff. It reminds me so much of playing like a really great game like like The Witcher 3 where like yeah, every single thing and- you say to Siri yeah. and like every single like you know, all of the, the ways that you act around your core people throughout that entire game drastically changes the outcome of everything, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's so especially if you did it alongside a Padawan, like if you were a master who had a Padawan and yeah, you're, someone's learning, and someone's learning and, and they could become the thing that, that is a shining light in the Jedi Order or they you could be showing them the path to the dark side and not even realizing it. Shit like that would be so much fun. Yeah. This is why I Jedi mind tricked my friend Reed or our friend Reed <laughs> into, into going into video game design. Cause now I can bug him. Like, hey, and when Reed, he's working for this. whoever, I'll be like, Reed, I want this game. 
Like um, if you're not, it's like, like let me write it. Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. And if you're not working on it, I know you know somebody <laughs> who will be. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, I mean, I think that's what's really exciting. It's I, I think yeah, I would hate to get stuck in that place where this is, this is like all they're doing. Um, I think there is there are like options, and you can, you know, sort of ex- again like expand the palette of of what Jedi video game play, you know, can be, can, can, uh, can encompass. And, and yeah, the, I think, I think a lot of people just kind of would be really intrigued by, you know, there's always been that talk of like, just, can we have a star Wars RPG? Right. Um, can we have a, open that world on up? something where, yeah. Like just something where you can be like, just let me be who I want to be. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, let me make the decisions um, me, that have consequences. Exactly. You know, let me fly around and let me just meet things. I was like, again, you know, like, uh, it's like Gwent, right. In the, yes. in the Witcher. Like imagine if you just walked into a cantina and actually, Oh my God, sabacc. that would be so cool. Little Sabak side like, me, mission. Yeah. And like, there's like this whole separate storyline where you become like a Sabak champion. Incredible. <laughs> You know, that'd be, that'd be so amazing. And, and I hope that's like, I hope that's on the table because as much as we all do fully believe in the, in the narrative mission of the wars in Star Wars, um, I think there's, there's room out there for just like, you know, what if, what if we just got to be us? Like, what if we got to do a Star Wars, fully Star Warsified like Animal Crossing? Oh <laughs> you know, like, my God. God. <laughs> like, you're just like it's like I'm just living my life. I'm just you know? getting my little digger uh, droid, and we're finding kyber crystals, my friends. Right. <laughs> oh my god, right. I'm harvesting kyber crystals for the order, <laughs> and then it turns. And I'm into selling the pit. them to Tom Nook. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Nook is the stormtrooper commander. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. There's a there's a whole open open field there, ready to be. Ready to be mined and tapped into. So I, I hope the yeah, I hope the video game industry is, is really sort of considering all the options for Star Wars. Um, last thing on Fallen or on a Survivor, give me your one favorite part if you had to choose. Oh, oh, my one favorite part. I really enjoyed. Um, just because it was also – I'm like – so I get very anxious in video games. Like I get very anxious when like I have to jump or – which hey, in this game, I had to jump and then run on the wall and then do a double jump and then run on the next – and like that makes me incredibly fucking nervous. But the relief and the exhale that I felt escaping Jetta, um, the Empire on Jetta with, with Marin and flying mm-hmm. through her weird – her weird teleportation zoomy circles. That's totally what they were called. Um, I that part was so much fun for me. Other than that, I mean, like as far as like story and action goes, I loved that part. Um also just like customizing everything. I spent more time customizing probably than playing actual plot shit. So that's when you know it's a good right? system. Right. Like when when it totally takes over. How do I how and, do I uh, pink lemonade all of our outfits? You know, yeah. and BD one pink and yellow with silver accents and magenta lightsaber and Ronald McDonald hair with pink and yellow outfit does not look great, but it did in my heart. It did. Well, it it also I feel like encourages replays. Yeah, because right? like you spend the first playthrough getting the look you want. And then it's like, okay, now I'm going to start over and look like this one. Yeah, I literally did not get my look, like, the last piece of – I mean, I had to go magenta this time because that was my whole goal of the playing through the first time. I was like, I want all pink. I want pink ship. I want pink poncho. I want pink BD. I want pink lightsaber. And literally, you don't get the pink poncho, was it? I think it was pink poncho. You don't get it until, like, the very, very end of the story. Like, you are literally – back on Zepho or wherever it was at the end and then you can find it. Mm. I'm like, what the fuck is with that? So this whole game look yeah. for pink. God damn. <laughs> but I was pink the whole damn time. Fix it in the third one. <laughs> That's right. You, you know what we want. Um, yeah, I think I think for me the 
the part I think that I had the most sort of fun seeing was actually very little. And apparently I think optional. I think you don't necessarily encounter this if you're not doing it. Um, and that's at the end when you're like, or at the end of this sort of part with the, uh, like Nautilin bounty hunter lady yeah. or whatever she is. I can't remember. Um, and then Mr. Bob A. <laughs> comes in. And I was, I was just like, I was so like excited to see Boba Fett. I don't know why. It's not, it, I'm not one of those like obsessed with Boba Fett people. Me either, <laughs> but, like, but still, you know. But it's it fun. fun. Like, it, it's just cool. Um, and then you like have that little like Mexican standoff <laughs> <laughs> with Boba Fett and a Jedi and a Nautilin. And, um, and then, yeah, I think, and my favorite little sort of feature of that part is when um, I think it, it took me back to Book of Boba Fett when he is about to have the the shootout with um, Cad Bane. And, you know, it's like the fast draw. And Boba's using his rifle. Right. And I'm like, you don't fast draw with a rifle, Ooh. Boba? Like, what are you doing, man? Um, but there's a part in Survivor, which I feel like took the cue from Bo- Book of Boba Fett, where Cal sort of, like, walks up, like, takes a step behind him. And he, like, whips around and at, like, hip level brings the rifle up. And it just looks so gunslingery and looked exactly like what he was doing in Book of Boba Fett to, like, draw the rifle at that height, um, sort of like like a pistol. And so I thought that was kind of cool. It just, it was just, it was a fun Boba Fett moment. And I think that's, like, that's, like, why he, I guess, has sort of been the, the fan, fan favorite kind of character. Because he just has those kind of moments. Right. Um, and so, so yeah, that was cool. I think it was Tamora Morrison also voicing him. Um, and she so, loved to see yeah, that's, forever and always. Exactly. It's, it's always cool just to continue to hammer down on on who that guy is underneath it all. Um, so, yeah, that was super fun. Uh, follow, or Survivor is cool if you're on the fence about it. It's play um, it. I think, just play it. Gameplay yeah, is so I think wild. It's worth it. It's, there's so many, like... If you enjoyed the first one, uh, if you played and enjoyed the first one, yeah. And like we said at the beginning, it literally takes that first game and makes every single thing about it better. Um, And like super creative, uh, like super – I mean, you can customize everything. You can fight the way you want to fight. You can – if you want to do the slow – if you're a more slow, like heavy hitter and want your cross guard saber – or if you're like me and I like double sabers, or if you want to have your blaster, like literally it's, it's just so cool. The, like the, how many different ways you can play this game. It really is. And, mm-hmm. and I love, I really loved watching Cal's journey through this one. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just, it's worth, yeah. it's worth playing. Also, it's just, it was just fun. It was just fun to do everything and realize like it just, Realize your childhood dreams in, with your lightsabers in the backyard. Beautiful. We love to see it. <laughs> yep. Um, so yeah, there we go. That's that's our endorsement. Um, let's see other things that are kicking around in the the ether of Star Wars. Um, I guess this is even a bigger issue. I guess as Star Wars, um, as me personally, a writer but non guild member, it's impossible to escape what's going on with the writer's strike. Um, certainly, you know, as a, as a fan of things to watch, <laughs> you know, um, where it, there's, there's so much to, to sort of digest. If you, if you are interested in sort of looking at why they're striking and, um, you know, what they're trying to achieve, then, you know, you can find all sorts of good resources on that. But I think the, the sort of pressing thing and how it has, sort of been brought into the Star Wars world is, um, I guess, whether rightly or wrongly, um, Tony Gilroy took some heat from some people because they were like, you didn't stop working. Um, And I guess now he has officially, like, discontinued um, any sort of, like, writing and writing-related work um, on Andor Season 2, which I don't know what that means for Season 2, like... I don't know if they're just on pause. I don't know if someone else is looking at stuff. I like, I just, 
I don't know. Um, I think, I think it's maybe like to me felt a little, um, unrealistic to like for the, for who called him out to like be like, you're a, you're a traitor to the cause. Crossing the line. Yeah. I felt like that was a little unfair because he's like, he has his fingers in all of the pies, right? He's not just a writer. Right. Um, so you know, there's there's other people's work that he was probably responsible for. So I think whatever whatever the cause, he's now sort of stepped out of it. And then it makes you wonder sort of what it, what else is going on with the other projects. Because, you know, we, we know Acolyte is, I don't know if they're wrapped up or close to wrapping up or whatever. Um, Skeleton Crew in post-production, I think. Um, yeah, it's just, it's one of those things where, there are, there aren't really any answers. It's it's more the story is that sort of it's all just been kind of thrown up and doubt doubt is everywhere. Um, we are in we are in the midst of the Clone Wars, <laughs> you know, for for the writers' strike. So yeah, I mean, do you have any do you have any fears about this stuff, or you know, what do you do you think it's going to get? Would you suspect, would you be surprised if it got delayed? No, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Um, and also, I know that this is like as a social media person and as a podcaster speaking on Star Wars, this is going to sound like I, I'm not very good for clicks, ladies and gentlemen. Um, my, my opinion is if they if it's delayed, who gives a fuck, you know? You know, yeah. if it comes out, that's 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 the win. You know, I can wait for it to come out. What's more important is making sure that you know, it, it making sure that they come to an agreement that everybody is happy with, and that the writers are being properly compensated and rewarded for their efforts. Because guess what, gang? Literally every single thing, you would have nothing. There would be no reason for anybody to be there if they didn't have the team putting pen to paper and creating incredible beautiful stories you've got nothing without the writers you've got nothing no product mm-hmm. um it's true so ba- just just give them what they need <laughs> come on now yeah i mean i mean it's it's the thing it's like you know when you when you think about writing if if i'm writing a film that goes to theaters if i'm writing one that goes on amazon prime it's the same work like it is exactly the same and the fact that the the streaming world does not line up in how like residuals happen, if they happen at all, um, you know how the pay is not the same, how the CEOs make all that money, and like they tell you the companies are losing money, but also streaming is immensely profitable and they're like raking in money. Right. Like, it's I just, the most popular just, thing yeah. right now. People don't go to the movies yeah. so much anymore, literally. But every single day. I, I genuinely cannot remember the last day I have gone without turning on a Hulu show or a Netflix yeah, it's, movie. It's our life and that's now. Just, that's it. And you like without exactly. them, there is no permanent, constant stream of digestible revenue for them to profit off of. Simple, plain and simple. Yeah. And, you know, I think. Even the thing that scares me again, as somebody <laughs> trying to be in this world, um, the, the pay aside, you know, all the sort of things to do with streaming and the sort of structure of payment, putting that all to the side, the thing that scares me is part of this part of the strike is in, because in the deal, the Writers Guild was like, "Can you give us assurances?" That you're not just going to start pumping out scripts by AI. Yep. And the studio said no. <laughs> yeah, that's so frightening. And it's it's terrifying. And it's like, and again, it's one of those things where it's like, it's not not going to stop here. You know, like literally anything that can be AIified will yep. be if people don't like put put a foot down. Um. So I think. Yeah, like that that part really that really kind of terrifies me. Um A because it's like A because I want to do this and B it won't be no, good. It won't be the same. Yeah, like the whole point of 
artistry is the humanity of it. Like it's to even conceive that a, a machine could do that no matter how sophisticated, like is, is so anti the purpose. Like it's, it's just, it's insane. And it's, it's really like gross that, you know, um, studio executives would even think, uh, like, that's why I love some of the, um, cause again, we have writers writing the, the picket sign. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> so it's like, you get really good yeah. ones. Um, one of my favorites was like, I got my, I got my notes from a, from an AI, <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> like my studio notes came from an AI. Like, how do you like it? <laughs> um, cause yeah, it's like, well, what makes them think they're not replaceable? Like, honestly. Um, so yeah, I think, you know, it's safe to say Imperial Senate podcast stands with the Writers Guild of America, <laughs> West and East. Um, we hope they get what they, what they need. And, um, but yeah, like it's time, it's time to stop messing around studios. Like stop, just stop. There, I solved it. <laughs> I told That's them right. to stop. If um, only, if only to were that simple. Yeah. 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 But, but, uh, you know, with Andor, um, on the mind, it was also announced that Andor won at the 83rd annual Peabody. I've been Awards. telling people, and they haven't believed me. Which is cool. They haven't believed me that this is the one of the best damn written shows of the year, is that Andor show. I, I've been telling yeah. them. But no, they're like, okay, well, we believe you because, like, we, we sure don't believe a single thing you're saying because you're Star Wars girl. Of course it was your favorite show. I'm like, no, I did not say favorite. I said best. I said best. Thank you, Peabody's, for well, giving me something to point at next time I try to make that argument. It's true. And um yeah, it's it was up there with great company with uh let's see, what what we got? Abbott Elementary, Incredible. Atlanta Incredible. Um Better Call Incredible. Saul, Los Espookies. I've never seen Los Espookies, <laughs> um, but I need to. I need to I've never either, but as soon whenever I heard saw the announcement and saw that was the title, I was like, like this great. is correct. Um like this is yeah. I know it's art, it's it's you know, subjective. This is correct. <laughs> yeah. And um, Severance, which I've also never seen. Oh, shit. I've heard it's No, you've got to watch that. Yeah. Like, I can't so, wait for season two of Severance. Yeah. That one's. But I can wait if this writer strike keeps going on. There we go. That's I'm willing scary. to wait, <laughs> but I don't want to. So get like, your yeah. shit together, studios. Come on now. Exactly. Exactly. We're trying to, we're trying to have a good time here and make sure people get their Damn stuff. Damn right. You know? Um. So yeah, that's uh, that's cool for Andor. We love we love to see Star Wars success stories. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think what else what else happened. Anything else on the mind, Star Wars wise? Man, other than you know, just living the high of visions. Um, I also see that people with children uh, have been really really enjoying uh, Young Jedi Adventures, as oh, have yeah, their small yeah. small ones. Um, my boss, uh, in particular, he has two very young boys, like six and under, and um, they love Star Wars and they love the characters and the toys. But they're like some of it, we just think not. They're not old enough. Some of them, like they're, I think they're a little more, a little more protective of what they watch. So, mm-hmm. and the second it came out, I was like, hey, look at this right here, and oh my gosh. We're living in the era of nubs now, and it is <laughs> right. It's I love, I love hashtag nubs nation. Yes, rise like, up nubs. It's nation. especially funny. <laughs> like it's especially funny because like Golden State Warriors are in the playoffs, and like so it was like nubs nation fighting dubs nation, <laughs> and nubs nation won as the Lakers. Incredible. Um, but but yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's super funny. Like Young Jedi Adventures. Is what the assholes on the internet thought resistance was. I'm so <laughs> <Crazy>. funny. <laughs> it's like, no, this is this is the Star Wars kid show. Yeah, um, exactly. And it does it. Yeah, and it does it to, you know, amazing degree. I like. I got to do the um the panel there where they screened the, I think first two episodes, and and yeah, it was just like this is exactly what it says on the box. Yeah, like As it ordered. is perfectly by designed 
uh, by design, a kid, a kids, a small kids Star Wars show. Um, and that's great. Like, and there should be that. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like we're going to do episode breakdowns of Young Jedi no. Adventures because we're not. <laughs> like, nor should nor should no. we really. Like, it, that's. I feel like it's not for us. It's not really the point. Not for us. Yeah, and that's okay. Um, <laughs> and it's not. Supposed yeah, and like to be. by all means, exactly. And by all means, go enjoy yeah. it. But like, but like, yeah, I don't. I don't feel like I need to sit and break down episodes for people i'd love to discuss um, nubs's motivation when he jumps in his x-wing from the ground and starts flying around as a small jedi i like to yeah, yeah. we're gonna discuss there we're gonna we're gonna break down his language <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no it's it's cool i i enjoy it i'm actually my my disney plus profile picture is yes! now nubs. so <laughs> nubs nation is it's going strong um which is also actually a ridiculous condemnation of how they do their um their like icons <laughs> because it was like I'm sitting here like why on earth are you not just constantly churning things out? Right. Like why is there why is the Mando one still not even season one Mando, like pre release like promotion art yep. Mando. Um why is the only Bo Katan the animated one? Like Come on, update this stuff. Why is there no Willow? Oh my god, yeah. You know? So I'm just like, the fact that I got to have nubs <laughs> before, I don't know, Vivian, Lyra, Blair, Leia, or, <laughs> or you know, Kit Tantalos, or um, who else? Who else is in here? Like, you know, Cobb Vamp, right. or anyone, right? Like... The fact that I got nubs, nubs <laughs> before before any of them is both great and also what are you Come doing? Come on now, just 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 release them all, make them all. There's no way that's like a hard right. thing. Um, but yeah, hopefully people are uh, are enjoying all the the nubs that can be offered. I saw people are sharing uh, links to her universe because they have adult sized nubs t shirts. Yes, um, <laughs> it's funny. Mo- I think Molly Damon showed one she bought where like this is a child's extra life <laughs> <laughs> but uh but, but it fits, yeah it, it for, works <laughs> for, for other adults who cannot swing that um it looks like they're out there so thanks ashley so go ahead <laughs> yeah go ahead and uh enjoy she's always she's always taking care of the fashion <laughs> the fashion side of fandom oh, so um so yeah i mean that's uh that's Young Jedi Adventures. I hope hope if you're watching it, you're yeah. digging it and having. A I good hope time. your children are too. It's always nice to have that, you know, because I, I can relate to when my niece was little, like her sitting in my lap and having no interest in Star Wars. But we, I'm like, we're just let's just watch this little galaxy of adventures short here. Yeah, and yeah. and then she started knowing words like Padme and Ahsoka and Leia and wanted to watch more of the. You know, I love it. It's like having that personal experience and seeing that firsthand, you know, how you have to make content for everybody, you know, and got to do it for all. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 wonderful. It makes our galaxy richer and everybody can be included, which is pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it's always always sort of like the goal is to continually give access points right like nobody should feel like whatever wherever you are in life right like there should be a star wars you can grab onto um i think that's always been the the sort of best promise of of the whole sort of storytelling um someone can always find something um so yeah i mean that that's exciting there's a i think there's you know there's it's gonna be a, a weird year i feel um, or a weird build up to Ahsoka, which is end of summer, yeah. I think, which is the next like big thing. Um, cause we have Indiana Jones sort of, you know, stuck here in uh, June. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's going to be a fun build up. But I think because of that, Star Wars is sort of like a little bit hitting the brakes, uh, for a few months. And shout out to, um, uh, my local movie theater, which is less than 10 minutes away from where I live. That closed down during the pandemic and never opened up again. Uh, shout out to them because starting June first, the a company had bought that building 
and I will have a movie theater starting June 1st. Oh. And I will have not only – it's not an IMAX. Um, it'll be – I will. it's literally the largest screen for a movie theater in the entire state of Illinois will be less than 10 minutes from my house. And it's not and it's IMAX? Not, it's called like E-something. Like considered bigger? Yes. Bigger and better. Like, yeah. That's insane. I'm excited. Yeah. And then it's got f- fancy sound. And basically, I'm going to go see really, really big Indiana Jones. And I'm so excited. As everyone should. Come on. Right? Like, that's that's the way to live. Um, yeah, that's going to be super exciting. We, uh, you know, obviously, it's hard to be a Star Wars fan and not an Indiana Jones fan. <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's like they go, they go so close hand in hand. It's like, you know, it's part of the family. So... That's going to be a fun way to sort of bring in, bring in summer. Um, okay. But yeah, otherwise, you know, just I think yeah, there's comics and stuff until Ahsoka, but it's, it should be probably kind of quiet. Maybe more more episodes like uh, this where we can dig into something. Maybe um, we'll expand. I, I imagine next time, but maybe maybe yeah, maybe the uh, the conversation will be had <laughs> at some point, <laughs> and then we all get in trouble. Um, or maybe only some of us get in trouble. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Uh, <laughs> um, Never mind. I was going to make a joke, but I don't want to get canceled. Yeah, well, yeah. We'll leave it up to the imagination. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, if there's nothing else, I guess we can go ahead and say adios for this week. Um, hopefully everybody enjoyed the deep dive into the KFC <laughs> <laughs> uh, KFC Taco Bell Pizza Hut uh stuff and fall or i would say say fallen order jedi survivor um and then yeah and or writer strike go support writers i don't know how you do that best if you're not like kind of join a picket line but um you know send send vibes because they're fighting the good fight for so many futures for the future of entertainment um you know it's it's super important whether you're like well versed in why it's happening or not it's it's very important for all the all the reasons that we're we are here to uh, talk about Star Wars. So, um, yeah, Claire, go ahead and tell the fine people where they might find you elsewhere. Well, yes. If you feel so inclined, uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok at Cstribs. Um, you can also catch me every Sunday night on the Broaxium YouTube channel, Shooting the Poodoo, at 9 p.m. Eastern, our weekly wrap-up. Um this will probably this will be out after this past episode of Broaxium, but we're going to be talking Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three and some more Jedi Survivor stuff, and we're going to be. I'm really excited about this one. So if you if if you missed it, go check it out. And yeah, there we go. How about you, Nikki? Yeah, um, you can check out the old Twitter and Quisius Nikki U I C I O U S. I think I spelled that right. <laughs> probably. Um, yeah. Uh, then, yeah, you can check out One and Done Film Club at One Letter N Done Show on Twitter. You can check out Rewatch Between Worlds on uh, the Octo Radio feed, and you can also check out some stuff I do on uh, Casterly Talk on YouTube. Sometimes I go help out, make a little extra extra content for uh, the the fine the fine gang of Ken and Alden at uh, Casterly Talk, talking about Game of Thrones, talking about. Um, Lord of the Rings, and also we did, we did Willow, and it was out. So we'll, we'll probably expect a little more Willow in the future. So if yeah, if you like your sort of sword, sword and sorcery kind of fantasy, um, check Casterly Talk out. And otherwise, yeah, that's kind of it. Find uh, you can find Charlie on Twitter as well. Yeah, at cmwshby. I did not hate it like he does, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, go, go see what he's up to, um, and uh, go send him hate mail for for not <laughs> coming, for not coming to this one. Yeah, um, but yeah. Anyway, that I think will do it for this edition of the show. Uh, we will catch you next time. Enjoy whatever you've got going on for the rest of your day or night. So that was lovely. There you go. See you guys. Have Bye. A good one. 
Thank you for listening to the Imperial Senate Podcast. If you would like to hear more from the Senators, please visit our website at imperialsenatepodcast.com. There you will find links to our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, as well as our Discord server, Twitch, and YouTube channels. You can also email us at imperialsenatepodcast at gmail.com, and please consider leaving a review on your podcatcher of choice. Thanks, and may the force be with you.